Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi, and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice Tamale, Radio Pandu Pandu, Fafa Radio Joje, and Jata FM Karaga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream, and my Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience, and Duraplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality people. PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. The only water tank storage with a level indicator. Where Duraplast goes, water flows. Coming up, education in parts of the Volta region comes to a screeching halt as schools remain closed after the spillage of the Akosombo Dam leaves a trail of devastation. We have details as authorities raced against time to prevent a looming health crisis. The water has gotten into all kinds of places cemetery, toilet facilities, sewage, and all of that. So the water is contaminated. Uh, That has been the source of cooking, some even drink. Meanwhile, government sets up fund for affected persons. The board and management of VRE has set aside a fund to support the impacted communities by providing relief items to address the impact of the flooding. Also, MP Foketa threatens legal action against the VRA for failing to sensitize communities affected by the water spillage. We, we, we need to sue VRA. That is what you intend doing. Yes, we need. We need to do that. For what? For them, look at the property, life and property, without even giving them any information. We are live on the ground as President Okufuado leads a team to affected communities. Also, some communities in the Bono East, Savannah and Northern regions affected by flooding resulting from overflow of the Akosombo Dam. They accuse government of neglect as thousands are forced from their homes. So the flooding started earlier, but probably we are not important. Our part, we are not important. And the media is also culpable. Attention was never drawn to the flooding also in this package, scientists warn of possible presence of poisonous heavy metals in food crops and fish from mining areas. The hair, the uh, gills, the eye, and the, the bone. The highest concentration was in the gills. The bones were also there. So since then, I have stopped eating the head of the fish as well as the bones. I only eat the muscles, and that is 
There's more in our latest Trust Africa multimedia hotline documentary, Poisoned for Gold. And in sports, Chris Hutton demands a strong reaction from the Black Stars players after suffering his first defeat as the head coach of Ghana. And later, relief for Cecilia Dapa, a special prosecutor, removes five of her bank accounts from its freezing order. We have details of these and more. Thanks for choosing us. Join News, independent, fearless and credible. Ambernis Abubeidulansa, it's a pleasure to have you here. It's Monday, but classes are not in session in parts of the Volta region. Classroom doors remain closed following the spillage of the Akosombo Dam, which has left a trail of devastation, submerged homes, farmlands and classrooms. According to North Tong Member of Parliament Samuel Okuditoa Blakwa, some of the schools which have not been affected by the floods are now being used as shelters. We'll hear from him in a moment, but first, affected residents who are being housed in some schools in the region say they are living in distress. Ivy Setoji has more. Residents who are currently being housed in the various schools in Mefe and its adjoining community are still battling with a lot of issues that need to be urgently addressed by the relevant authorities as they keep hope alive. Some of them have been speaking with Joy News. Here I am hosting almost 20 households and in each household people in one household is averagely i can say six in each household so when you want to take a creditor meaning about five to six households are in one room those who are sleeping outside are not part of it the people are greatly affected food to eat water to drink because the water has been polluted all the toilet facilities were taken by the water so you could see the refuse dams were all taken. So the people are, cannot get water to drink. Even if you bring thousand bags of sachet water, it will get finished. No water, no food. We want them to help. Now we decided to visit other schools where the affected residents are putting up with their families in the night just to assess the real situation on the ground and what we saw was really terrible and very sad let's hear from them um houses have been submerged accommodation for people have become so difficult that um, i have to leave my shop for uh, police to to also relax since they have no place to, to sleep. So for the past three days, they have been sleeping here and work too is now hot. Ivy Setoji with that report. Let's now hear from North Tong MP Samuel Okujitua Blackwa on schools being used as shelters. Technically, about half of my constituency has now been cut off because of the rising water levels, critical situation. We would have to increase our, our interventions to support thousands of people who are now displaced, who have lost property. Uh, there is no schooling uh, because most of our schools are now being used as shelters. A lot of chips compounds have been submerged, so uh, there's, uh, there's, there's lack of access to health delivery. A number of our health workers are also now uh, homeless. Yesterday, we were trying to 
get new accommodation for uh, nurses whose uh, homes have been submerged. The situation is really dire. The MP also fears a health crisis is imminent if health authorities do not intervene. Tomorrow, we will be carrying out medical outreach because the looming danger is a health uh, crisis. Uh, the water has gotten into all kinds of places, cemeteries, uh, toilet facilities, sewage, and all of that. So the water is contaminated. And remember that that has been the source of, you know, uh, cooking, some even drink against our advice and all of that. So the fear is that those who uh, continue to trust this water, we may have a cholera outbreak. That's MP for North Tong, Samuel Okudetua Black. When still on the story, President Ekufuado is leading a 13-member interministerial committee. But the Ghana Medical Association is this afternoon demanding an immediate inclusion of the Minister of Health in that particular committee. And Max Olagbagba joins me in studio with details of that statement from the Ghana Medical Association. Well, Benes, um, the GMA says, although it welcomes the formation of the interministerial committee to address the flooding and related issues, it has noted that exclusion of the Minister of Health from this committee, even though the Minister of Health will play a central role in relief efforts. It says the provision of emergency health care and support, prevention of possible outbreaks of waterborne diseases, risk communication and ensuring continuity of essential health services are fundamental to a response of this nature. It is therefore calling on the government to immediately include the Minister of Health as a matter of urgency. It says the association is mobilizing its members, logistics and other resources to support relief efforts in the affected communities and will continue to monitor um, the situation. Maxwell, stay with me while we go on the ground and speak to Carlos Caloni. He's in the Volta region for us. Hello, Carlos. Which parts of the Volta region are you today and what can you report? All right. So, Brennan, I'm precisely at Kizito Secondary or High School here uh, at the North Tongue District in the Volta region. And I can say that the inter-ministerial committee set up by the president has just finished addressing the press here. Uh, it's a mini debate where community members also joined in. And they've been touching on a number of things. Um, the VRA is saying that within the last three days, the water appears to be going down, uh, but we are still not out of the woods yet. They will continue spilling. And then the uh, Minister for the Volta Region, Admiral Lecha, has also been speaking and been touching on some key interventions government has been putting across so far. The intervention of government started long ago, uh, even before the spillage began on the 15th of September. A lot of work was done in the communities. Uh, a lot of uh, education had gone on. A lot of simulation exercises had gone on uh, with the, the support of VRA and, and NANMO and the other security agencies who are all here with us. Uh, we've gone through quite a lot. A lot of things have happened. And I'm sure at the end of the day, uh, the Ghanaian public will, will get to know what has been done and what is still being done and uh, and what what will be done in the future. Well, Carlos, uh, the Deputy Education, uh, Deputy Energy, I beg your pardon, Minister Ijapamesa, has also been speaking about a fund that's been set up. So he's been saying that the VRA uh, has set up a fund to actually take care of uh, victims of the flood. And so very soon, the victims will start uh, I mean, getting some benefit from that particular fund. The combined efforts of VRA, 
NADMO, and the various stakeholders aim at alleviating hardships that affected communities' face and reinforce their resilience in the face of this natural occurrence. General impact, ladies and gentlemen, include displaced persons from their homes, loss of properties, inundation of farmlands, damaged aquaculture cages, cessation of academic persons, academic sessions to accommodate displaced persons in the various schools as safe havens, lack of water, the emotional trauma due to the severity of the impact of the spills on the affected individuals. And indeed, this morning when we took the tour, it uh, was really disheartening to see the situation that some of our compatriots were living in. I am extremely happy, however, to note that as a society, a socially responsible organization, the board and management of VRE has set aside a fund to support the impacted communities by providing relief items to address the impact of the flooding. That's Deputy Energy Minister Ejapa Mesa. Now back to that story about the GMA raising concerns uh, about uh, the health minister not being part of that interministerial committee set up to look into the flooding situation in parts of the Volta in the eastern region as a result of the Akosumbu Dam spillage. Let's now speak to President of the Association, Dr. Frank Serbo. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Doc, now beyond your complaint, the Ghana Medical Association is also mobilizing to go to the affected communities. Tell us more about that plan. Thank you very much and good afternoon to your listeners and of course your viewers. Um, yes, the Ghana Medical Association, um, uh, because we realize that this unfortunate thing that has happened, uh, we have also uh, decided to help support the victims of the flood. Uh, what we have decided to do is that um, we are sending doctors to the affected areas. In fact, tomorrow the team will move. And uh, we are just going to try and at least give the basic uh, medical support that we can give. We recognize the fact that there are children whose immunizations are probably due, that need, they need those immunizations. We know that there are adults who are hypertensive, diabetes, di diabetics, and of course, those who have other ailments that uh, we need to attend to. And with this kind of spillage and the overflowing of the water and the flood that is causing, we are anticipating some diarrhea diseases and, of course, even the likely uh, outbreak of cholera. So we have actually earmarked some funds to be able to secure some drugs. And we are also putting boots on the ground by sending personnel to the affected areas to try and uh, offer the little help that we can. And so basically that is what we are doing at the moment uh, to try and support the victims of this uh, unfortunate incident. And finally, we just had um, the MP for North Tong talk about some displaced health officials. Is there anything the Medical Association is also doing to help them? Precisely. In fact, um, the, our team is already on the ground on that issue. There is even a facility that uh, they need to even evacuate the whole facility. And the whole mortuary was also flooded. So it means that uh, bodies had to be moved to sister facilities. The health centers that are now underwater, it means that they cannot operate. So what we are trying to do is to actually get them to join other facilities, which are operational along those areas, so that at least they can increase the manpower to be able to attend to the people who are there. So even for those affected facilities, we have ensured that our people are not going to be idle. They would be uh, joining the sister facilities to offer help. And of course, we will have these outreaches as well that ultimately would benefit the people. But the point is that there is very little we can do for the areas that are already flooded. Uh, we can only wait for the water to recede so that we can look at the damage and then we will see how 
uh, we can support them. But for now, we are thinking more of the ordinary people who have been affected and, of course, our people on the ground to support uh, these affected individuals. Thanks for your time this afternoon. That's Dr. Frank Sribo. He is president of the Ghana Medical Association. Now, still on this issue, Deputy Director of NADMO, Seji Saji Amedunu, says NADMO is coordinating efforts to send relief items. ...that we need to give to the people. So we have provided some food and non-food items. Okay. And the non-food items, I'm talking about blankets, I'm talking about mattresses, mosquitoes, uh, mosquito coil, uh, mosquito net. We have provided both tabs, buckets. Then food items we have provided some fish, some uh, gari, some things. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Provided means, we have provided oil. Okay. There are lots of things we are distributing. And you've also provided uh, a place for them to sleep? We are trying to reach almost everybody that has been affected. Now, in parts of the Volta region, thousands have lost their property and it's unclear when the spillage will end. But MP Foketa Kwame Gakwe is threatening legal action against the VRA for failing to inform affected communities before the spillage. There is no warning. So for VRA, even to spill the water at the end of the day, when they, were in the, they are in the crisis, that they have to spill the water at the end of the day, it's too late. So if I have, I'm encouraging our indigenous, especially the Volta region, we, we need to sue VRA. That is what you intend doing. Yes, we need we need to do that. For what? No, for them. Look at the property, life and property, people's property. Look at the visuals. Without even giving them any information. Kwame Gakpe is MP for Keta. Still on flooding, over 6,000 residents in some communities in the Bunu East, Northern and Savannah regions are accusing government of neglect following the flooding of their homes from the overflow of the Akosumbo Dam. Joy News is learning most of the affected persons have lost their homes, farmlands and other property. They're currently living in unaffected communities. MP for Pru East in the Bunu region, Dr. Kwabna Donko, tells my colleague Elton Brobe, most of the communities have been cut off. Okay. We have been affected by the flooding of the Volta River mm. and its tributaries. Right. OT, etc. Remember, the Volta takes its source northwest. And so we are the first casualties of the flooding. Communities around the Volta Lake have lost homes. Fishermen along the Volta Lake, in particular, north of Agosombo have been seriously affected. There are communities in Peru East that have, that have had to totally move away from their community and their livelihood to higher ground. Dr. Kwabna Donko is MP for Peru East. You're listening to the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, scientists are warning of the possible presence of some poisonous heavy metals in some food crops and fish from mining areas of the country. The Environmental Protection Agency found high concentrations of mercury in fish from the Tano River tested in 2022. Similar tests conducted in some leafy vegetables and herbs found they absorb disturbing concentrations of heavy metals. Now, these are contained in the latest Trust Africa Multimedia Hotline documentary Poisoned for Gold, produced by Erastus Asare Donko. Here are highlights. 
Irresponsible mining generates tailings, a byproduct of the sluicing process in extracting the gold. These are done haphazardly without recourse to environmental safety and protection. Consequently, the heavy metals in the tailings are released into water bodies, the soil, food chain, surface and groundwater. This type of uncontrolled mining introduces naturally occurring poisonous heavy metals into water bodies like the pra. The Environmental Protection Agency, in its research conducted on fishes in the Tano River in 2022, revealed alarming levels of mercury. EPA, we are also into research. Dr. Jackson Edia Nyantechi is the half original director of the Environmental Protection Agency. He spoke at a transformational dialogue on small-scale mining organized by the University of Energy and Natural Resources, Sunyani. In face samples that we're taking from River Tano, at the Dantano area there, I thought I was just doing something simple. But when I realized the levels of mercury in the face samples, I became so alarmed. I looked at the levels in muscle, the face muscles, the head, the uh, gills, the eye, and the, the bones. The highest concentration was in the gills. The bones were also there. So since then, I have stopped eating the head of the fish as well as the bones. I only eat the muscles and that is it. So you had the highlights of our latest documentary produced by Erastus Asari Donko. Do catch uh, the full part of the first piece later tonight on the Joy News Channel at 8.30pm. Now, the minority in Parliament has given government a 24-hour ultimatum to open the renal dialysis unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital to the outpatients department. According to ranking member on the health committee, Kwabna Menta Akando, the unit still remains closed despite numerous agitations in the past week. Speaking to the media after a visit to the unit today, the ranking member said the continuous closure is insensitive towards the plight of kidney patients. Government as a matter of agency must put measures in place. If there's the need to absorb it completely, it should be done. If there's the need to provide subsidies, it must be done. But we must not delay. We must not delay because people need these services day in and day out. It is a fact that renal patients get their condition worsened if they don't get dialysis. And so whilst government is keeping on people's conditions are being worsened, people are being pushed to their early grave, and we think that it's unthinkable, it is the insensitivity of the highest order. Kwabna Menta Kando is ranking member on Parliament's Health Committee. Special Prosecutor Kisie Jabeng has removed five bank accounts belonging to former Sanitation Minister Cecilia Dapa from his list of suspected tainted properties. The OSP seized millions of CDs from Madame Dapa and froze a number of her accounts after investigating her for corruption-related offences. Kweku Asante of a Legal Affairs Desk joins me in studio with a statement from the Special Prosecutor. Kweku, what are the details? 
Well, according to this statement, the OSP commenced investigations in July 2023 in respect of suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses. The special prosecutor took measures, including issuing a freezing order in respect of the bank account and other financial assets of Ms. Dapa to facilitate the investigation. Subsequently, the investigation has eliminated five of the bank accounts of Ms. Dapa from the suspicion of being tainted property. On 16 October, the OSP revoked the freezing order in respect of these five bank accounts. The freezing order is still in force and in effect in respect of the other bank accounts and financial assets of Madame Depa. Now, quick question, do we know why the OSP has given up on these five accounts? Well, so Joy News is learning some of those accounts are dormant. Some of them actually have very little in it, 1,000 CDs, 500 CDs, and other, other, other such amounts. The special prosecutor in his investigation is not interested in those, and it's lifting a freezing order. That's Kwe Kwasante of our Legal Affairs Desk. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. Still to come, I'll be sharing with you how Opokuwari School won a nail-biting contest to proceed to the semi-finals of the National Science and Maths Quiz Tuesday. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In all both. In all chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Hadia, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Masi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pepepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotol. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. Thanks for staying here on the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. And Mubarak is here. He's not here with good news, but yeah, Black Stars didn't win that much. <laughs> yes, and uh, Chris Hilton is demanding a stronger reaction from his players after suffering his first defeat since his official appointment. Now, Hilton was on a five-game unbeaten streak, but the run was ended over the weekend by Mexico, who beat Ghana 2-0 in an international friendly. The performance did not impress many as the players failed to register a shot on target after 90 minutes of action. Up next for the Black Stars is the friendly against the United States on Wednesday and Hutton wants an improvement. What we don't want is that we don't want to leave this international camp with two poor results. And so the result of that is always, it's always that you are looking for a reaction from the team in the second game. And um, if you are able to get the right reaction, which I'm quite sure that we will 
from the team. Then it gives you a, a better possibility of putting in a, a performance that can get something out of the game in the second game. So what you have to do is you have to learn from the things that you didn't do so well, the things that, that lost us the game, and endeavour to put them right in the next game. Yeah, that's Black Stars head coach Chris Hilton. Thank you so much, Mubarak. Now, this afternoon, the minority in parliament is warning that the marking of scripts untimely release of results for the 2023 BECE and WASI is in limbo. This is due to government's failure to pay debt it owes the West Africa Examination Council, WAIEC. The writing of the examinations itself was threatened, but government paid part of the debt in time for the exams to proceed. According to minority spokesperson on education, Peter Nochukotoe, there's urgent need need for government to release the funds for for WAIEC uh, so as not, not to jeopardize the marking and release of results. You will recall that uh, WAIEC conducted two examinations this year. The first was for the basic education certificate examination, which we call BECE. Then the second is the West African examinations, uh, WASE. Now, the BEC was uh, conducted in uh, August and uh, by now, marking should have been completed. But uh, as we spoke the other time, up to today, government has not been able to release any money to WAIEC for the WASE. I don't know what government is trying to tell us. As a matter of urgency, government must release money to WAIEC for these purposes. They need not less than 50 million Ghana cities for the marking of the BCE and the Ghana WASE. Meanwhile, the West Africa Examination Council has confirmed that government's indebtedness is having, having a crippling effect on its work. Let's listen to Head of Public Affairs at WAIEC, John Kapi. For BEC, the government was supposed to have paid an amount of 80 million cities to us. But as we speak, we received 10.5 billion cash, which we have uh, taken custody of. And then we also have received 5.8 million. But this 5.8 million was something that was processed on the government system as a Thursday last week. It has not translated into cash yet. Yes, whilst there's a lot of money to be cleared, whilst they've given us about 40 million out of over 100 million cities. Is the minority concern legitimate that this could well affect your ability to not only mark the results, but also release results timely? Absolutely. It could have adverse effects on that because when we have, for example, for BEC, as I speak with you, we have over 22,000 examiners who are marking across the country. That's Head of Public Affairs at WAIEC, John Kapi. And what a contest it was between Opokuwari School, Osaito SHS, and St. John's School. Now, if you didn't watch that contest, you need to get onto our Facebook page and watch it. It was a nail-biting contest. It was left to... No, not, le- don't let me share the details. Let me reach Jacqueline Asuma Yeboa, who is in Kumasi for us. Jacqueline, I, I almost took your job from you, but tell us how that contest went and what it came down to for the final winner to be decided. Okay, well, then it's good afternoon to our listeners. Um, the competition began with a high level of intensity today. Not a meet. And this morning, we did an all-boys school match at the Tournament Auditorium, bringing a very unique energy in the morning. And it started with a wise establishing a considerable lead of our OT and St. John's. But however, in the third round, um, which caused the problem of the day, none of the schools had it correct. Uh, but in the fourth round, the safety began to catch up, um, creating a very intense atmosphere here. Um, but the last riddle was where there was a series of protests. So, um, 
there was an answer from the Koku Ware, but um, Osei protested that the answer um, should be rejected because um, the Owa's teacher was celebrating prematurely before a ruling was made. So it led to a prolonged judgment for the day, causing even Professor Elsie to briefly step away from this um, stage until tempests were cold. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.